1: 7-9
2: to fathom how fast football season's racing by week six of the nfl week seven in college football we've got baseball playoffs we've got a hockey season that started Uh uh-oh hoops in the on-deck circle lots of stuff to talk about another edition of sports insider radio coming to you from las vegas brian blessing david miller in studio john and mike on the east coast we're ready to have at it for the next hour, and we invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com, and the number is
3: 800-209-1679.
2: Because he's here, it's low-hanging fruit. David's here. I, I, before I get to that, we'll see if it offends them, but I, I think it's polite to talk to the guy I'm sitting here staring at. So, David... I agree. We'll wait on them. Yeah. I, how long do you think we should make them wait? Ten minutes.
4: Let's let's talk about what we got to talk about first. How how was your week? Everything good with you? Everything was good. You know, I wish my results were a little better last week, but that's fine. Yourself? Uh, Wonderful. The weather's great.
2: Um, I'm ecstatic. Hockey season's back. There's a lot of cool things going on. All right. John's like.
4: (laughs) (laughs) He's antsy. He's
2: twitching in his skin. John and Mike, they're part of the equation. Hi, boys. How's it going?
3: I just had to remove the pen from my mouth. I was chewing on it while you guys were talking. I almost broke the pen in half. Really? Because you know it's but, hard. I'm so excited. I'm so exuberant. I'm so ready to talk about this crazy world of constant action. I got numbers today. I'm going to blow you guys away. Not now. You're going to have to wait. NCAA football. Oh, David NFL just. Football, David just. David just. NHL left football. football.
2: NHL football. <laughs> NHL, NHL. David hey, listen, just left the studio to get a pen. Did you go to? That to, did, did, you go to that, did you go to that Vegas night game last night? Yeah. Listen, the, the Bruins come in here; they were flying. They were flying last night. Early stages of a hockey season, one game to the next. Honestly, it doesn't matter what sport you're talking about. There are angles that come into play. Uh, Boston deserved full marks, but Vegas played two. Games that they were waiting to play all summer against the team that knocked them out of the playoffs, that was a letdown spot to the moon. I'm, you know, I mean, one one game to the next, what do we say? Don't overreact to what you last witnessed.
3: Exactly. But I will say this As, as a veteran, and I can say this, a veteran in this business, three decades in this business, almost a decade and a half dealing with you, working with you, doing videos with you, radio with you, I will tell you. I did enjoy my midweek weekends, meaning in the old days, Tuesdays and Wednesdays were Bert John's weekends. It was the yeah, not anymore. go ride a bike, go Hockey. to the... And now I look up, and there's a Lafayette-Appalachian State game tonight. I, it's well, like, come on, guys. Give me one give day. Give me one day. No, me one not day happening. The phones aren't going to blow up with football. Not happening. Now, in, 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 what happens is Mike, Mike is sitting here, and all of a sudden there's this unique interest in Lafayette and Appalachian State, but and it ain't because they beat Michigan. Listen, we've been doing this
2: show right along, and we talked about this in the summer months. And you know me, I love the MAC conference, I love the Sun Belt, and we tell people in the summer months, in the beginning, when the little guys, the David and Goliath games, You're nuts not to pay attention to those games and follow these teams because what's going to happen? We've reached the point of the season where you're going to have Sunbelt and MAC games Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night, college football games, so you should pay attention to them early
3: because you're going to want to play them when they're on TV. Well, so, but so this is the issue. The issue for me is I'm in the business of making an ROI. I'm in the business of making money. I'm not in the business, as you know, of caring what shape the ball is. And this is the insanity of it. Here... You got two great baseball games today. Yep. And Mike is sitting here preparing for the radio show, and he's it's watching one soccer ball after another. <laughs> all they care about is that Louis. All they care about is Appalachian State, Louisiana, Lafayette. I mean, all- I mean, it's like, give me a break, guys. Really, like, there's more
4: than the baseball more- games. Oh yeah. Really?
3: Oh, okay. absolutely, one 100- yeah. hundred. Oh, not even close. to long- close. How long oh, have we that. talked about
2: this? That people will go through the summer months, and. They're doing well in baseball. And in many, many instances, almost every summer, there's at least a month, if not longer, where the odds makers are bemoaning the fact baseball, you know, they're, 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 they're getting us in baseball. And people are doing great in baseball all season long. I got news here. you. The minute they kick off the football in August in NFL preseason football, there are a lot of people that vapor trail away from baseball. And it's mind boggling to me.
4: David? Yeah, I, when I walk through the sportsbooks, though, and and see the number of people watching the baseball games, I don't know. It seems hard to believe. I'll take your word for it, though. You've been doing this longer well, than no, me. Well, no,
3: but you're talking about watching the baseball games. Maybe there's not a lot of... I'm saying on a day when you... Like, yesterday was a perfect example. There was no football, so obviously there was interest in that, in that Houston game because it was the only game in town. But what I'm saying is, to me, what happens is psychologically, and I was going to ask you, David, on your own betting, I know you do a lot of early betting for the weekends, but do you put a lot of emphasis on the midweek games or does it really not matter to you cuz no. you're just a numbers guy like me?
4: No, it doesn't matter what game plays when. Just a numbers guy and if if it happens to be that we have a play that day then yeah, we'll bet it. But I am going to walk through the sports book later tonight and I'm going to look at how many people are focused on the baseball game or that game. Now you got me curious. I I never really pay attention. Yeah, well,
3: yeah, well, well, so, for instance, today you're going to have a lot of people focused on, on the first game because it's 2 o'clock in Vegas. So, obviously, you know, you got that early action for you guys, the St. Louis-Atlanta game. But the the, the real tell will be the Washington game because it runs concurrent uh, uh, with the football game. So, yeah, it'll, okay, it'll be Okay, 5.30, I'm going to gonna walk
4: through. That's, it's on my list of things to do today. 5.30. I'll report we'll get, re-
3: we'll get a report. Awesome. So, let me ask you, David. Yes, sir. I, I want to just ask you, are we... Is the public can they make the line high enough on Patriots? I mean, the Skins are hanging tough. They're hanging tough. They're hanging tough. They're hanging tough. Is it the Skins that bad, or is it the 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 Patriots? Just they can't make a number high enough on the Patriots.
4: Well, I mean, yeah, when they keep covering, it's a frustrating situation. So, but it did it did get bet down yesterday to sixteen. Uh, the Giants, you mean? And it and it, uh, yeah. Now it's back to city. no, no. I'm
3: at last week's skins game. They like teased everybody this that last week. It was well. Like, it, it had the same. Um,
4: it had the same pattern as this one. Hopefully not the same result. But yeah, it went down. First, it went down to fourteen and a half, and then all the way back up to six, minus sixteen and a half, minus one fifteen, and then they covered, of course, easily. So now this game, being in the Thursday slot, uh, might have been a little bit too early to pull the trigger on that one yesterday. But I did have a well a rogue seventeen, so I fired a little bit.
3: Beautiful. So let me ask you this question, and then I'm going to let you and Mike get into it this week because you guys are the NFL guys. Your your most your your the one play you had this week that really impressed your clients. That I was like they were obviously Mike was gonna Mike will get into this. Mike had a lot of fury on the phone because you know they all claim they don't have an opinion to tell them that that against Kansas City, right? So you had. One of your best plays that impressed us as well as the clients was the Colts in the first half. So my question to you is: wh- wh- How do you? F- you don't have to. G- how? What percentage of games are you first half playing like that? Colts game, or is, again, just a number game.
4: Well, whenever it's around eleven or twelve, I put uh, extra focus on the first half, and because uh, it's usually seven, seven, or you can get plus seven, plus one ten, so you can get a better market angle. Uh, a lot of times, meaning so I had even money and most actually I had a really good market angle there because I had even money and most of the places, uh, the sharper places were actually I had that side favored. So it was a no brainer to put a bigger bet there on the first half. It wasn't like I had some read. Oh, they're going to do, you know, the first half is, is the better, uh, like opinion wise, it was just from the market angle the betting angle basically that's why i did that so do i had the only do you do, even you do money.
2: anything uh when from a first half perspective when it hovers around a key number i knock on wood minnesota was the the game i liked last week i loved minnesota at the giants uh, they were kind of mad and chirping with one another and the giants at home kind of play loosey goosey games that are out of the division, that's kind of been their M.O., although we're dealing with a new quarterback. But for the first half, yeah, I, had I had him in the game, but, but in the that's first another half, one. but Minnesota was minus three yeah, that's in, in the, the first half, so you got the key yeah. number there.
4: Well, that's another thing. When a game is five, four and a half, five, five and a half, right in there, same thing. I try to look more into the first half because... Uh, you will get like like you 'll get even money or something when most places are minus one ten and there 's really no better market angle um, than that because if everybody has five five and a half and you lay minus one ten i 'm talking about locally there 's just no way to to get your money in as good on the full game than the than the first half on those games that are around. Dead numbers because even though the full game is around the dead numbers, the first halves uh, usually around the key numbers. So that's why I did that to answer your question. All right, he's been eerily quiet. He must be
2: uh, gearing up for the Brazil Serie A league. Uh <laughs> that's what? funny. I was just looking at that.
0: Serie B, Serie B. Oh, okay. We go down a division. We're focusing on that this week.
2: There is a you know secondary
0: league in Brazil league.
2: By the way, did you know tomorrow? Wow, this stuff's starting already. You got a you have World Cup qualifiers the Euro, tomorrow. The Euro Cup. With, qualification. That's yeah, I'm but you, On top you, of it, you got Malaysia, Vietnam. You got Senegal, Brazil. <laughs> uh, Cy, how about the Cyprus Kazakhstan game, Mike? I mean, I've been waiting weeks for this game.
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny. I have a I have a guy that strategically does European soccer for me, and I already got his games on Monday thursday and you know some of these lines are insane like the netherlands line is really big the you know the the belgium line's really big obviously they're look look i'll, I'll just put it to you this way because soccer it's not like the nfl where even in the nfl this year we're seeing this where you know miami's playing the Patriots, and it's a 21 point spread but you know the the actual goal line in the belgium game is seven they literally have to win by seven goals to cover the spread and the over/under on the game is seven and a half, so they're really not giving the the dog any credibility that one they're going to score and two they're going to get blown out. So I really have never seen that before. Usually it's you know four and a half five, but to have a seven goal spread on the game, it's basically like a NFL team playing a high school team. All
2: right, give me a yes/no number. All right, after spitting the bit and not making it does the usa make the 2022 world cup
0: yes they just they have an easier draw to get in versus the european teams so normally they make it simply because the qualification is is normally easier the road to get to the world cup it didn't work out like that last time on that last possible game where they blew it but They have the talent. I mean, now they have the MLS is getting bigger and bigger year after year. It seems like more of these, uh, the European players that are coming over from Europe that, you know, at the the tail end of their career are playing here, which are making the U.S. players play harder. And I feel like the competition is better, so it's grooming them for the U.S. team to be better. Watch me me knock knock
2: John right Uh off his stool. And it's a new regime now, right? And, uh, for Landon Donovan's a thing of the past. Uh, it's Christian Pulisic's team. And is Altador still on the team in 2022?
0: No, he just announced it, that he's not going to play. I'm so impressed with you, Brian. How I about that? Huh? I like it. I do like it. No, he just, uh, he just wow. announced it the other day. I didn't see died. that. He's because of injuries. Yep, look it up. It's uh, He announced he's not going to return. So, uh, look, it's... You know, Pulisic, like you just said, the guy starts, well, he's not getting as much starting time right now in Chelsea due to the coach, but the guy's a stud, and we have a lot of young guys that are coming up in the ranks, and I believe the U.S. have a chance, again, versus these big powerhouses like Germany and France and Brazil, it's just, it's so hard to compete when they have an entire country that focuses from the time the kids are two all the way up to the time they're adults, they're playing soccer, where here, you know, the kids get spread about between football, baseball, and basketball, whereas with these other countries, it's like soccer is life. So it's just hard to pull out the top, you know, the, the crop is just a much smaller sample size versus the, you know, Brazil team, that these guys are all all-stars. But I think again, I could know, ruin David's
2: run. day here if I start telling, you know, give me the value on a three-way line. Yeah, yeah, definitely not very into that one.
4: I was surprised you knew so much about it, though. I didn't know you followed that. A, hey, man, I'm a jerk of all trades. I bet. Okay. I've been teaching him for a year. you are going to test I've your been knowledge. Been oh, you've been
0: educating him for a year. Yep. Absolutely. All right, boys. I, line, I know I wouldn't bet the three way line. Maybe all Dave's
3: banging Mexican baseball, will, yeah. <laughs> the, the the wind is uh, you know blowing out in Cancun. So. So let me ask you both. I'm going to ask all three of you guys a question. What what percentage of media newsworthy events drive a line? So, for instance, the first thing I'm looking at is Penn State is going to blow the doors off Iowa. Who's, they who, are pissed. Who's saying that? I'm saying because if you look at the, all the you know the heat with the letter from the alumni, and then they felt they were disrespected. You know, I don't know you know, the whole Penn State thing with the guy wearing the dreadlocks, and he shouldn't. Blah, 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 and yeah, I, I watched the the conference, so you don't think. It is, I mean, maybe very pop-up? little,
4: very little, but I don't think anybody solid is going is using that as their analysis to bet. I mean, it might push them on a lean to go bet, but I would never just see something like that or hear something like that and just. Randomly go bet it, but no, it could it could add, it could add a very little value though, a little bit.
2: No, those intangible things, believe me, they're real things. And uh, I'm gonna uh, hopefully I'm not gonna ruin his day today. Hopefully I ruin his day in December. Uh, but it dawned on me, uh, being a Bills backer, uh, they are a I think a significant favorite to grab one of the AFC wild cards now with the start of the season, a buy three game homestand, blah blah blah. But at the end of the year, December gets pretty tough. But, oh, wait a minute, Pittsburgh's not what they are. But that one game, then I'm like, well, one of the tough ones is the Baltimore game. And you know what? It hit me like an anvil out of the sky, Mike. I don't like the Ravens' chances in Buffalo this year because – Hey, Brian, I I have a – Hold on. Let me finish. Believe Uh me. Believe me. They ended up being the number two defense in the league last year after losing the opener 47-3 to at Baltimore. If you think those guys have encircled that game and an elephant never forgets, I'm just telling you right now, Baltimore is walking in <laughs> to a buzzsaw later in the year. And that, that just hit me midstream about three days ago. So, you know,
4: those chicken wings are going to get real stale. I'll remember that one when I'm going to bet that game. There you go. I mean, it's it adds some value. I don't. I think you're overplaying it a little bit, but it does add value. These you guys, guys bet don't... chicken wings. Yeah, except Mike never comes out to collect. Make it a real bet. Come on, a real prop bet. Something <laughs> <Hello>? physical. Or...
2: <laughs> you guys still there? Whatever. We lose these guys. It's okay. We can talk. So they missed. I think they got a, a phone snafu. But no, I mean, you guys bet straight up, or you put a spread
4: on it. Just straight uh, up, a friendly he's just bet, cl- clowning around. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I
2: think I no, I think we
4: do the spread. And he got you last year on straight up. Oh yeah. Well, they won forty. Yeah, I know. 30. But you guys bet. Okay, it didn't wouldn't matter anyway. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> He beat me fifteen <laughs> times. Unless in that he game. was extra generous with the points.
2: <laughs> no, just friendly stuff. He's a Ravens nut. I'm yeah, a Raven's I know. Nut. But but you were telling me already, right? You got the best of some numbers, and you, you mentioned yeah, I have the, a lot of good numbers. You this mentioned week. the Rams I did last week too, specifically, though, right? I mean, because we always talk about that uh, in a lot of instances. Uh, when you bet
4: is every bit as important as who you bet. Yeah, I have a Miami plus six this week. I got it last week when it was, you know, the early lines. Do you ever get involved in those? Now I'm solo. You know what? I've never been solo on the radio before, but no, I did. I did bet. I did bet the Dolphins uh, plus six this week, and now it's, it's, it's down it's, to three it's and almost, a half. Right? Well, yeah, almost. Well, yeah, okay, three and a half. It was pushing three. It looks like it. It went back a little bit, but yeah. I've, I mean, that's that's obviously not my average bet. That's my best number I have so far. But yeah. So when you, you bet, bet? You
2: bet? Did you bet that? Did you get that number? Because Monday morning. The Redskins fire the
4: coach. So did no. you do that
2: Sunday night or Monday morning? No,
4: because I realized I, I've been seeing this year everybody's really, really betting on the on the buy. Like, well, just just the short sample size, but they're they're betting on the buy. So it felt it felt right. It felt like okay, they're coming off a bye and and getting more than three at home against another basically the second worst team, you know. So it just it felt right. And uh, so, yeah, I I bet that. And then I got... uh, Well,
2: and and honestly, uh, real quick on that Miami game, I would just say this to you. Um, If indeed, you know, it it sure looks that way. Uh, It was the Grand Tank, and this is a historically bad football team. If if Miami, honestly, sits there during the bye, and these guys have any professional pride, after this game, they're at Buffalo, they're at Pittsburgh... Uh, they get the Jets at home, but Darnold is back. We'll talk about that. They're at the Colts. They get the Bills. They're at Cleveland, Philly, at the Jets, at the Giants. All right, Cincinnati may be a puncher's chance there and at New England. But if, if Miami's literally looking at this. Is This may very well be in only their fifth game of the year. They may, This may be their legitimate chance to win a football
4: game. Well, I think the buy is worth a lot, but I, st- I think – it's one of those things it's worth a lot. It's like it's like uh betting against the Patriots. It's worth a lot, but I feel like it's more than factored in, but people are still betting on the teams coming out of the bye, but they're still they're still covering. I noticed it last year too. Uh it could have just been selective memory, but yeah, so it just felt right. I agree. I think they probably win the game outright. I don't know. That's what I was thinking. So I thought, wow, plus six, you know. But we'll, we'll see. I mean, there you go. Then we got the boys back. I think back. they win, though, the game.
2: We got the boys back, you know, and, and, and it's a good point David's bringing up. We got a big one this week with Detroit and Green Bay. That's another
4: one, yeah. But we're seeing. What would that line be the, if, if they weren't coming off a bye, like six and a half or something, you know?
3: so Probably. Yeah, so that's, but. But David. Yeah. Would you lay the two and a half if it ever went down to two and a half on the on the and have a middle
2: on Washington? If you got the skins on uh, right. Miami or, 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 or I'm sorry, on Washington.
4: Well, if yeah. well, I would. The only way I would you do got it.
3: The Dolphins plus six right now. So well, any, if you could get the skins at two and well, a
4: half. Well, anytime I can get. Uh, anytime there's a really big move and I can, I wouldn't middle it or try to middle it just to middle it. But I would middle it if there was value. So for example, like. Let's say the South Point went to a straight three and, and I had I had a two and a half or, or like if it made sense the market made it a, a plus E V bet, then I would then I would go for the middle just just because it moved so much, even though I still it would feel weird doing it. But yeah, if there was a market edge betting the other way, I, I try to try to do that as much as I can when I have a good price. But if there was no market edge I wouldn't do it. You know, or if pinnacle, or
0: okay. if offshore. Hey John, hey John, did you notice? John, did you notice that uh, Brian is talking about the Bills Ravens game, and the phone conveniently goes dead? It's amazing without my rebuttal. Just get those seatings ready. Uh, hey, I, you know what?
2: I didn't, I didn't mean to scare you so bad. You'd hang up the phone.
0: <laughs> Brian pulled the plug. I was, trying, I was trying to chime in because I have a couple of buddies of mine. We're making the road trip up there. Are you going? Um, oh, you'll love it. The Bills. Go- yeah, I'm going. You know, I'll, I'll, are you I'll, going? You know, what type of weather is it going to be up there? That's the question.
2: Oh, about that time. Uh, best of luck to you. They're getting a foot of snow in Denver this week. No, it, it'll be about it'll be about thirty, thirty degrees. Maybe, if they maybe played, some
4: snow just for you. If they played right now, wouldn't the Ravens be? I don't know what like a pick them. This would be a perfect time to play the game. We're
2: at Buffalo.
4: Yeah. What do you think it would be? I think the power
2: ratings. I think I think people are waking up. This, this, I don't this, know, man. I don't this, know about that. This Buffalo defense
0: is
4: the real deal. They should have be beat the Patriots. I don't Patriots. I don't think they'd be f- maybe one. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about Dave, that.
0: Dave, I wanted to get your opinion because there's a couple of lines on the board that are just very intriguing. I mean, the Seattle line, they're laying a point on the road to Cleveland. is Are just the odds makers just completely giving up on Cleveland at this point?
4: Well, no, I don't know if they're giving up. They're just anticipating the action. And then these teams that look really bad in the primetime games – uh, when the people when the people fade them again the next week they're doing pretty good with that I think so they're just kind of throwing it out there seeing what happens and then uh, and of course it's the same with the with the San Francisco one that's already down to a straight three um, at the Rams so it, right. I, I will tell
2: you part of that Mike is overreaction well but Seattle played a Thursday game so it's not a buy. But it's almost ex- the it's same. Extra it's,
4: time to prepare. But it's proven to almost be the same. Sure. So so if so you would look to play so basically you would look to play the Rams. Uh, um well, I don't know. The Rams. I don't know about look to play uh Seattle. I don't know. No feel there.
0: I, no, the no, Rams I'm, I'm is not, definitely a you, play. I know you're a, I'm surprised, Dave, you don't have actual day uh, a actual Cleveland Browns montage at your house on, for the last couple years. I should Dying be living in the Red, Red Rock Country
4: Club but. by now. They cost me a nicer
2: house. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I, no, let, me, let me ask the question because, okay, you're freely admitting that, right? I right. go down with the right. ship. I'm well, one of those guys. Well, I got to know because this year, with all the hype, you know, we understood that. And I know we spent all summer going, Tennessee's going to punch these guys in the mouth because they're sick of hearing about them. Uh, and what, what they end up being, we'll see. But please tell me what was the professional betters' love affair with the Cleveland Browns for the last two years? They literally took it's a the big point, lighter to money.
4: I know, but it's the point spread value. And as teams look worse and worse, there's perceived value. Now, if there's not, uh, that's up for debate. But can you, can
3: you stop? Can you stop? Can you stop right there for all the laymen listening to this show? So, can you define what you just said to the guy that's working from nine to five? He comes home at the end of the day, and he's okay. just looking to make some bets. When you say it's defined as perceived value, okay.
4: Just so let like me give this. let me let me just give an example. Sure. Let me here's. I'll just okay. Let's use this. The V word. Well, yeah, perceived value. So yeah, value the value. Okay. So let's say that uh, let's say let's say the Seattle Cleveland game. Right now, Cleveland's plus two at at uh, Bet Chris. So if we're we're looking at this going well if they didn't look so bad in the last game that they played uh, Cleveland would be favored here by a couple so the mentality is well they're not as bad as they looked so now we're actually getting they're adjusting it too much basically so as this keeps getting so as they keep adjusting it more and more or the Patriots they adjust them meaning if they played the Giants a couple weeks ago in the same situation maybe it's 12 and a half or 13. So we're trying to kind of go against uh, whatever adjustment that the lines makers have made based on what we just saw. I don't know if that makes sense, if I explained it correctly. But so, so now, so then you get into these weird spots where now the Patriots cover again and you're going, no, now, now there's even more value. And so that's why that year, the Browns went like one and 15 against the spread the numbers just kept looking better and better every week and, and more and more panic set in and even after the panic then the lines would move even more then locally we would get an extra half point off a key number and we, and there there was not only like there was not only line value but there was market value here because we would whatever pinnacle that Chris and everybody had we would always have it extra high so if it, if it was 10 offshore we would have like 10.5 even money or 11 so we would have not only the panic in the line but extra market value on top of it and it just became a situation yeah where where people lost money a lot of money i mean some guys lost a lot more than me but a lot of the professional bettors were on cleveland every week literally every week 100% of it. Uh, it
2: was it was every week for two and a half years
4: yeah cuz you're trying you're trying to go against these um well, perfect example the rams and forty ers I mean this line would be like six if it was played you know a week ago so the, should it be three probably not there 's probably some value there uh but the forty ers look so good on monday night it 's just so not only did it come out adjusted at three and a half or four, it even got bet down after the adjustment that 's what 's happening, so they adjusted and it's still the people are still betting into it all right well let me let me ask all
2: you guys Ooh. this because this has gone on for the last two-and-a-half, three years. And, John, you talk about, the, okay, we've been doing a lot of stuff together now for the better part of a decade. And the NFL, I've, I've never seen anything like this, and it's been about a two-and-a-half-year thing, where based on the result of last week's game, these numbers are fluctuating and more volatile like college football. You, you yeah. would never see, uh, you know, okay, well, the Rams had a you know horrible game, you know, okay, the, the, the basically somebody maybe would move a, a power rating a half point. So yeah. It's a bad day. Draw a line, but now these things are flopping yeah. three, four points that never
4: Absolutely. happened in the past. It's because they're cleaning. It's because they're winning. after they were adjusting it small, like week two, and then and and then. But the those sides are winning, so they're adjusting it more and more, and people are betting into it more and more. I think that's why. But, yeah, no, there's definitely value hey, on this Rams game. I mean, they got the rest, too, probably a better team. Still uh good spot. Just throw that out there.
0: What do you got, Michael? Well, Brian, we talk about this, I mean, year after year. you got to – and you say it most of all. You've got to throw out that last game and you got to look at the full body of work. Mm-hmm. And just because last week, you know, the 49ers at home have that stout performance and the Rams don't, that line does shift by three points versus if it was played a week ago. And we always talk, you've got to throw out the last game. You can't just base it on what they did last week. You've got to look at the full body of work. And, and doing this type of it, you know, teaching clients is the biggest thing on my end, because I'm the one that talks to the clients every day, is making these clients coachable to have our philosophies and our betting patterns. It's not just bet it and forget it, give the guy the game. He bets at his own will. It's all about finding the right value, and the hardest part for me, and especially the way that Dave trades, is getting in on that number early in the week and locking that game up at the number, no matter the case. These guys are so hyper-focused on tonight, they don't have a plan for Sunday, and that's what's really hurting a lot of the guys that are just betting it and forgetting it, and they just don't want to put in the work to be a successful sports trader. And I think over the last couple years, a lot more guys are more lenient to being coachable, but that's really the hard part for me is to translate Dave into these guys' bankrolls, which most of these guys just don't want to hear that their way of betting has not been successful for however long they've been playing for, and to really get them in tune with playing a first half or getting at the line on a Tuesday. And even if it's tying up a portion of their bankroll, it's better off doing it now versus waiting until Sunday morning when the line is just completely gone.
4: You pretty much summed it up. That makes sense. But actually this year, I, I've my prices in NFL haven't been as good as other years because, like I said, people keep just betting whoever looked good the week before, like he said, like you said so so it's a weird spot, so I think the rest of the year you really want to look to fade the teams that looked good the week before, even extra more than we have in the previous years, at least for the next few weeks, based on what I'm seeing like how the lines open, off of the early line, how they're moving, et cetera
2: hey it's sports Insider Radio. We invite you to check out Sports Insider Radio dot com you want to chat with the boys you can give them a ring dial them up eight hundred two zero nine sixteen seventy nine eight hundred two zero nine one six seven nine sports insider radio dot com we'll be right back 1-800-209-1679.
0: Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to OddsXFactor.com, where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals, I love second halves, and I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm
1: with you. Go to OddsXFactor.com
2: all right back with you sports insider radio check out sports insider i don't know is it that time it's wednesday should we be sharpening uh pencils
3: and getting legal pads out well, john what's the word let me tell you something some of these numbers are absolutely amazing. To me at least. But to you guys, maybe not. I'm gonna I'm gonna work backwards today. First of all, regarding the NHL, real quick, Brian, do you think there's been more games that have gone over or more games that have gone under in this early NHL season? I Simple, would what do you venture think? a
2: guess, other than Boston, who did get a higher scoring game last night, they averaged six point oh two goals for the entire season last year, and in the first 10 days, they've averaged 6.22 goals a game. So
3: I'll say over. Okay, so here's the interesting stat. You are correct, partially. You're partially correct, and this is where in-game live wagering if makes all the difference. If, if a game ends in regulation it's it's basically on un, it's under by one game so in regulation we are currently 16 overs and 17 well, well no
2: no 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 wait a minute wait a minute if the game's two if the game if the total six and a I'm half you, I'm
3: giving you the, I'm well giving, I, but I'm telling you the numbers
2: yeah that's fine but I'm telling you if the total six and a half and the game ends in regulation three three that game's over because the overtime goal even if it comes in a shootout, Puts the game over the total.
4: Time probability? Barely. No,
2: no. Overtime? The overtime? Okay. No, I mean I'm all just right. saying. So,
3: but, but what I'm saying is games that didn't go into overtime and ended didn't end okay. in three three ended three two. Games that didn't go into overtime at all. There was no ending in three three. It was a, the game is just a final in regulation. Sixteen overs, seventeen unders. That's what I'm saying, right? But how many of those games did
2: go to overtime that went over the
3: total? The the total. So as I'm giving it to you, so it's sixteen and seventeen to the to the unders in regulation. All games, including overtime, seven and two to the overs in overtime makes it twenty three and nineteen to the over.
2: Yeah, but that's part of the handicap. So I mean, nine
3: games, (laughs) right? But what I'm I'm saying to you is this is where if you can in-game live wager that game when it's 3-3 and they offer a total and you can find a a house that offers that, you're going to be in good spot. You follow me? Uh, You're going to be in good shape. Regarding the actual favorites versus dogs uh, conundrum in hockey, which uh, I don't know if you've been dealing with hockey guys yet, Dave, or if you haven't even uh, hooked up with them yet to see how they've been doing. But what's really interesting to note is the favorites right now straight up on the heavy money line chalk are 26 and 10 and they're 60%. um, 26 and 10 straight up on the chalk. And then as we always said, you know, if you add that if you add that um, plus one and a half, Brian, it goes to, because it's it's really 26 and 10 and 5. But if you add that plus one and a half, it's 26 and 17 to the plus one and a half. Now, I'll move real quick. Dave, have you been doing anything or are you waiting in any no, I'm still
4: waiting for a minute, but I will.
3: Got I it. mean, I bet like a couple right, of my sec- friends
4: plays. That's about it.
3: No, I – okay. He had so Boston the second, last night. The second, the NFL season is just amazing, Brian and Dave and Mike, which is NFL favorites straight up are 58%. 45 and 32 on the season. 45 and 32 and 1, excuse me. Um, on this dogs straight, dogs against the spread are 46 31 and 1. 59.5% against the spread. Wow. How long can that be maintained either one of you? That's ridiculous.
4: Uh that's 60 percent
3: dogs against the spread.
4: I think it can go all season. It could, but it's not likely to 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 hold up at fifty nine percent.
2: But for the books, uh, that's almost probably a perfect quotient for them because all they need is that right dog to take out every teaser, and you know the books are just fine right now in the NFL. They're get, they're getting we, they're getting the, the upset they need every week. So right far,
0: time. when are we going to do a? When are we going to get back to the fantasy segment and get the listeners to know what their best waiver pickups for this week are going to be?
2: Uh, I don't know. Who's
0: left out there? I got guys listening to the show that are probably in the best fantasy league ever, the BFFL, that are just waiting to hear for the lineup decisions. I know Dave can't help them. He can help them which team well, is going to win. All right. I, he can't help them who to start in the flex spot.
2: In my one league, I had Jared Cook out of the gate because I had Drew Brees. Brees got hurt. Cook was invisible. So I had Russell Wilson as the backup, who's now my starter, and then was able to pick up Will Disley, and that's been a goldmine. There
0: you go.
4: There it is, this, folks. He's been
0: great. He came out, came out of the gate as a blocking tight end. Now he's developed in Russ's Russ number one. Uh, Threat in the red zone. Yeah, oh, oh by the well. way,
2: I don't even know the kid's name, but I, I'm not going because they're going to be behind the whole game anyway. Uh, but literally, the Giants have one running back left. Gallman got hurt, so you, but if you're picking the kid up, Hillman, John Hillman, Hill. Okay, well, you're getting him for a week because I think Barkley's about ready to come back. But for a one for a one week shot in the dark, I mean, you're getting a starting running back that's not available anywhere else.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they yeah. can find value. I don't know how much they're going to be running when they're down. Well, that's right exactly right. Gate,
4: but yeah, yeah, not yeah, seventeen he, point dog. That's tough.
3: So let me let me ask you uh, regarding this Kansas City. So I I w- my my you know I told you my, my guy my my buddy and he promised me Brian my friend Troy. He promised me if he ever sees you in public, he will just yell your name. He will never hit you on uh, the back. Uh, Honestly, um, he, he's but, a,
2: he's a really nice guy. I'm mean, I, 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 full, full disclosure, he's a really nice guy. But, but just so you know, because of Troy, I bought a taser. <laughs> 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 Tell that story so again here, for the viewers. The
3: he, so so here, here's the thing. He had one play this weekend, which was the Houston Texans on the money line. He's a money line better. And we were talking about, um, you know, he he'll play a dog on the point spread and he'll play favorite on the money line as long as it's under six. He never he's never gonna lay more than two hundred. Um so the question is is like he had Houston minus whatever they were, I guess they were like two last week and they covered. Now obviously I was joking with him, I said, Well at least he doesn't have he won't have Houston this week. So the question is, have you guys ever looked at the numbers of you look at this Kansas City game, Kansas City loses obviously everybody and their mother, and I I don't want to rub salt into Mike's wound. I think, Mike, didn't you text me right before the game and said, I just need Kansas City
0: by one and all my teasers win? Well, here's the thing. (laughs) Hold on. Dave Dave had the right play. He had them plus 11. I did have them in a few teasers just to win outright, and I had them in a survivor pool. So I just wanted them to win the game. How many survivor pools got trashed with Kansas City going down? Oh, I... You know what,
3: it wasn't... No,
2: you know what, I bet you Kansas City was probably already long gone by most guys. Right, yeah.
0: No, I mean, they, surprisingly, it wasn't... Biggest time, biggest share of teams um, was on Philly, surprisingly, this week, obviously playing the Jets with a backup quarterback. But uh, the teams teams and the players that still had um, Kansas City use them like me. I lost one of my survivables. I still have two bullets left. So I'm still alive, but, you know.
4: Yeah, I don't think they were a double-digit favorite at all (laughs) this season, were they? The Chiefs. (laughs) Uh,
3: So yeah, probably a
4: lot of people have No, I think
3: they probably had to be. But the the Eagles weren't
4: either, so they probably all used the Eagles. Yeah, it makes sense.
3: Yeah, but my question is, looking at this bounce-back quote-unquote game for Kansas City, um, isn't the value if you like Kansas City you have to bet them now or unless you're going to be a money line better like Troy, because obviously the spot for a guy like him would be Kansas City minus 200, he's not going to touch the game but my question is, I mean, do you think this game is going to, I mean, Houston they won last week, but the week before they couldn't get the job done, they lost 10-10 in the third quarter, and um, I'm just curious, like, do you see this to be a public square-sided, that if you like Kansas City you bet them now, and if you like and you wait because you might get close to six and a half by game time. What do, what's your thoughts? David? Well, it's
4: in the it's sitting
2: at five, which is the dead zone. So once the number
4: starts to go, it'll go. I just think the line's right on personally. Um, Chiefs are a couple points better, and I just don't see any value. You know the
2: the crazy thing is, um, if you think about the Chiefs, yeah, Mahomes does he does all these great things, and don't forget Tyreek Hill's not there, uh, but they're still racking up points. But if you look at their last three games, the Ravens gave them a game, the Lions should have beat them, and Indy punched them in the mouth. So,
4: are the are the Chiefs overrated? Well, then you can take a shot at three the Texans. There you go. There Be you back. go. I don't know. I just think the line's uh, right on. Not much to say. If it went to three, I what would. What
3: about that Oakland game? I, I, would, I had a sports book manager. I, t- I told this story before you were on the uh, show with us, Dave. Um I don't want to name the shop, you know, but it was one of those cigar shops that I'm well-known at in Vegas. And a uh, sportsbook manager for uh, the Aria came in, and we were talking, and he said, we can never get even on Oakland. We are so heavy on Oakland every week because of the local bettors that are just Oakland backers. What do you like like uh, when a team travels to London and they come back and they roll like they rolled, isn't there going to be an overaction the next time Oakland plays?
4: a wall. I don't know. Not for them, but it, it seems like there might have been one for the Bears going into that game. Uh, the Correct. Line. But I mean, I don't. I don't know. I didn't have a feel for that game either. Well,
2: but the good, the good thing for Oakland, the thing that, that I mean, listen, uh, you, know, you do. They, by the way, they were road warriors. Uh, gone for two weeks, but they get a buy. So you know, all That's that weird, travel, yeah. all that stuff's behind them. So you know, I I I think the London thing's a complete throwaway by the time they get back on the field when they play Green Bay.
4: And the game won't be fresh in everybody's mind, you know, if they're off this week. But I so. think to John's point, though, the Raiders have always been
3: a
2: public team here, and now You're they're coming. Green Bay.
3: Yeah. Right now, the op- the number, right now, the early number on is 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 Green Bay's minus seven against Oakland. The early number, but you know,
4: yeah, I mean, is that a Sunday night game or anything? It's just a it's a ten a.m.
3: It's a it's a ten o'clock it's a ten o'clock game uh, in Vegas in Green Bay. So they're still on the road. They're still on the road, yeah, really. Yeah,
4: no, it'll just all depend how Green Bay does against the Lions. Yep. That's it. I mean, and then everybody will overplay the result. Oh, but, oh, but, oh, oh by the way,
2: and, and, so, and but that's a great point, uh, is that's a short week. That's a Monday night game for Green Bay. So you're getting Oakland off a of bye, taking on Green Bay, who's got a short week. And that Monday night... So Monday night winter thing's always been a thing.
4: Yeah, but if if Green Bay barely wins this game, the big money will back Oakland in that game. Because that's been the trend all year. I mean, just the fact that they're off, they look pretty good. Last game will look really good. Uh, The the early money will back Oakland there. But if Green Bay, even if Green Bay wins by like 20, I think the early money will back Oakland. That's what I think. We'll see, though.
3: Well, what's interesting is on the early numbers, you know, you're already a backer of Miami at plus six. Miami basically has to win this game if they want to get off the schneid because, ahead, you realize on the early number they're a 15-and-a-half-point dog at Buffalo, Brian?
2: Oh, they're going to get, I mean, hon- honestly,
4: uh, they should not let children go to that football game. Miami will win this week outright and the Rams. <laughs> Those are my two plays. What do you think? So they a play.
3: What, uh, We're going to put a market down. <laughs> Mark it down. Miami gets the it all those yeah. people that bet that prop, that zero and sixteen prop. They're going to go down. Yeah, they're and gonna lose. Yep. So, so they're going to lose. So, yeah. so you know what? When I'm looking at these games and I'm looking at these, I just, I just feel that there's like certain teams like Dallas. Like people keep backing Dallas, and now they're going to back Dallas laying seven at the Jets. I mean, no, same Dallas thing. hasn't shown me much.
4: Yeah, I know. Actually, the early money's on the Jets there, but I don't. I don't think many people are going to be lining up to lay the seven there. Let me ask our it's a guessing game though. Bring
2: our buddy Michael in. Of all the games to be sitting here staring at, and we've always said, you know, for the most part, although maybe that that slowed down, but you go broke laying double digits in the NFL. But Cincinnati at Baltimore, there's there's something going on with Cincinnati that they don't get the memo uh, that these games. You know, start at one in the afternoon this week. It would be, uh, uh, you know, again you you got you get an early game, right? Uh, But Cincinnati has had really good success, as you well know, Mike, against the Ravens specifically. Uh, They're nothing to write home about, but you know what? It is more than anything is Baltimore and Pittsburgh did it again. They beat the hell out of each other, absolutely. And Cincinnati's catching eleven and a half. After Baltimore Absolutely. played their blood rival, I, I it's Cincinnati or nothing no, for it's, me. No,
4: hundred percent. There's value on because the fact that Baltimore. Won in, won that game in a, in a real dramatic fashion in overtime. Beat the Steelers. But every hit was a car accident. No, the the entire play is yeah exactly. The entire bet. You're just more fading the Ravens there. You're just going hopefully. You know, there's an average performance there, and with eleven and a half, you're going to cash. Uh,
2: John, you're not going. to
4: play. You're not doing. I that. have that.
2: You're not doing the Haley's Comet thing again, right? I mean, you're not going to the game uh, to make Justin Tucker miss an extra point, are you?
3: Nah, what I what I did want to <laughs> ask you, you're talking about double-digit. Fa- what I did want, the next game I'm going to is the Saints game. Uh, I mean, not the Saints game. What game am I taking Adrian? the Patriots game. Oh hello, on November second, but 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 here's the thing. talking about the Patriots. So the Patriots are playing November second in Baltimore on a Sunday night primetime game, a five five thirty game your time um, on a, but you talk about double digit favorites. I'm looking at all the future lines right now. So you only have the Cincinnati Raven game as a double digit favorite, and then the following week, current numbers, you have Buffalo opening number fifteen and a half against Miami. now. What is the number going to be on Monday night football October 21st the Patriots at the Jets. Make up let's make up some phantom numbers. There's well, no line yet. What do you think it's going to be? 13, 13 and
4: a half 14 No, no. Well, yeah, now yeah, okay. Darnold's back. Yeah, that's right. Uh Darnold's yeah, back. that's right.
3: Now the Darnold's back.
0: Yeah,
4: that's that's right. 13 and a half.
0: So you don't think we'll have some stupid twenty whatever no, points? That's a also to see how Darnold comes back and. I mess don't with think will get. They've never played f- like if
4: yet. the Jets just win this week or keep it competitive. There's no way he will get fourteen there. Yeah, it'll be thirteen and a half. That's what I think too. Got it. I would have said that even if I didn't hear him. I mean, we're not expert line makers, but we're pretty good. We're we're good enough to know he won't get fourteen there. You know, I mean, unless they lose by like thirty this week, and I, I don't know, it's possible. I guess. I'll definitely play it if it comes down to it, and we get fourteen.
2: Listen, the story with the Patriots is their defense. All right, the offense is pretty good, but Buffalo made them look downright ordinary. I ain't kidding you. And and the fact that here here's the prop. Yes, no. Does Rob Gronkowski come back to play for the Patriots? Yeah, because they yeah. are. Not, I got news you. They are. It. They are not winning the Super Bowl without. What's the odds there? All right, what's the odds I'm, there? I say. Oh, I say. Well, well, I'd say yes, but what week? Yeah. I'll say over under week 10 and a half. I think Gronkowski comes back, and then you go. Oh God, here we go again. But without nah, he's Gronk-
4: that guy's got it. Made without man.
2: Gronkowski in a red zone, I got news for you. I mean, that defense is the real McCoy. Um, but you get later in the year. I mean, don't be throwing a parade for these guys just yet. I'm
4: not throwing it.
0: They're actually trying to trade for uh, A.J. Green right now. So they, yeah. they failed with Antonio Brown, so now they're, they're trying to target A.J. Green for a nice red zone threat.
2: All right. Well, listen, fellas, time flies when you're having fun. It was fun. Have a great week. I, mean, I Honestly, I mean, just stupefied. It's over. That was fast. We love talking to John and Mike, David Miller in studio. you got the chance to talk to the guys. You can give them a ring, 800-209-1679. 800-209-1679. And you can always check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. For John, Mike, David, we hope you have a great day. Check it out, sportsinsiderradio.com. It's
0: the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.gov.
1: USA Radio News with
4: Tim Berg. Two people are dead and several others are injured after shots were fired near a synagogue in the north German city of Leipzig. Reporter Ira Spitzer says witnesses saw a man wearing camouflage open fire near the synagogue before fleeing in a car.
1: They have taken one person into custody, but earlier they uh, reported that two people uh, connected with the shooting had fled in a vehicle.
0: House Oversight Committee Ranking Member Republican Jim Jordan says he understands why the White House is refusing to cooperate with House subpoenas. And they said, you know what, we're not going to put up with this anymore. We're not going to subject Ambassador Sondland to the same treatment that they gave Ambassador Volcker, and frankly, I can't blame him. Jordan speaking on Fox News there, referring to several diplomats that House Democrats want to question as part of